This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. What's up, team? I'm Ben. I'm Ashley. We're back. We're back, oh, that guys. Was a good week off. It, it was good. Nice. Yeah. Oh, it was a nice little vacation. Ashley, what did you do on your vacation? What did I do? Um, I don't know, Ben. I can't remember I last week. I'd have important. to go look at my... I think vacations are important, too. Um, I haven't actually taken a real one in a while, and I really, really need it. I'm going to go home next week to Virginia and New Jersey. I'm going to split up the week and um, spend time with my 94-year-old grandma. And I'm going to go see Dear Evan Hansen on Broadway, which I'm super excited about. And then I'm going to go home to Virginia and just sit on the couch and do nothing for at least three straight days. And I'm very, very excited about that. That's the vacation that I need. Um, But this past week, uh, it wasn't. What did I do last week? I don't know. Ben, you had your birthday. Yeah, when you, I want to know, Ashley, when you go home from vacation and yeah. you're sitting on your couch. I don't know if that's vacation. That's like chill out time. It's like technically vacation because I'm not working. Do you get, do you get catered to? Like, you, does your mom yes. and dad make sure that like, okay, I, I wondered if like they make sure that all your needs are met, that like you can just relax and rest because they just love that you're back to be in their house again. Absolutely. Like, I'm like, mom, can you get me coffee? And it's like, mom. Can you make me a grilled cheese? And then she does my laundry like that? and all that stuff. Well, when I really when I want food and I want my mom, I want when I want my mom to bring me food in the family room, I do say, Mom. Do oh you? no. Do you? Are you you're like you're so formal and nice and you're like, excuse me, mother. Can I please <laughs> exactly have? Or right. <laughs> oh, I just make it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, you know what, Ash? Um, for my birthday, my mom made my, I'm, I'm in Indiana right now. Okay. Um, and, uh, so I'm, I'm getting ready to head back out to Denver tomorrow. And, uh, but for my birthday, my mom made my favorite dessert in the world. And I just had a bowl of it right before we got talking. It's strawberry rhubarb. Um, I either like a strawberry rhubarb, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Crisp. Strawberry rhubarb crisp. You know what that is? Uh, it sounds like a jelly-ish dessert. I'm not into any dessert that's not chocolate. Oh, that's really? Yeah, it's, my, it's the only thing I consider dessert. I, I love strawberry and rhubarb in anything. I like strawberry and rhubarb ice cream. I like strawberry and rhubarb crisp. I like strawberry and rhubarb cake. I just absolutely love the taste of strawberry and rhubarb. That's probably <laughs> because of my Indiana roots. And so um, my I, mom I did didn't know that, that was an Indiana thing or a Midwest thing. It is. It is a Midwest thing. Uh, which has been awesome because of my birthday week. And, and you know, I want to take a second here. I, I lost my grandpa. Yeah, I wasn't uh, sure that you wanted to talk week. about it. No, it's really, you know, I, and I want to bring it up because, you know, we've promised on this podcast that we're going to be as um, transparent. Uh, we're going to let everybody kind of dip into our lives, and I think it's important to do that. My grandfather uh, was an amazing guy, and at 60 years old, he was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. Mm. Um, He passed away this last week after 18 years uh, fighting Parkinson's. Uh, What a a crazy ride for him and my family kind of being alongside his side during some of the roughest parts uh, that I've ever time roughest times I've ever seen one person go through. Um, And so at the very end, you know, it was time. I think there becomes a moment 
where the family has already grieved the loss, in a mm-hmm. sense, before the loss has actually happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, Parkinson's, and he ended up uh, developing dementia over the last few years. And yeah. at the very end, you know, it, it was time. And so we had a funeral this last week. That's why I'm in Vienna um, on the phone here. It was something, though, actually, I want to tell you, I've lost two of my grandparents now. I lost my, my grandma Higgins, who I love dearly, and my grandfather, Fox, who I loved as well. So this is your mom's and dad? Both, my mom's dad. Yeah, my dad's mom. And they both, at the funeral, has been celebrations of life. And I think that is such a cool way to do it, is where if you can, and if you can find it within yourself, even in one of the hardest times, that you can really just like use that funeral or those moments to really celebrate somebody's life. I think it really uh, would be what I want in my funeral. It's what I hope people do on the day of my passing. I hope they just can look back and say, okay, for as for however long they got to spend with me, now we can celebrate the fact that at least we were able to spend some time with them. And that's exactly what I did for my grandfather. So it ended up becoming a very special moment. And no matter how long he suffered, um, and, and no matter how much we had already grieved the loss, the finality of it all, and the pastor during the, the final um, speech kind of said, no matter how long this existed and no matter how sad it was, the finality of this has to always hurt. And it did hurt, but um, he is now in, in a place uh, that is better than what he was before. And so for that, we celebrated um, a, a great life. Uh, for my grandfather Fox, so I'm glad uh, on this podcast I can kind of give him a, a shout out because he's he's a good guy, a great guy, and he was also the reason I got my height. So, oh, nice, yeah, six four. <laughs> so that works too. Thanks, right. Grandpa so, Fox. I, I did his 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 funeral on the 22nd, and I celebrated my birthday, my 29th, on the 23rd. Did you speak at his funeral? I did not. No, um, it was a really cool time for my mom, her sister and um, my uncle to all speak. And they all had different perspectives. My mom talked about her childhood with her dad. My uncle talked about her, and he really was best friends with my grandfather. They were like best friends. And then my aunt spent pretty much three to four days a week with him when he was uh, in the last five years of his life as he was kind of passing and and developing dementia and and kind of losing himself in a sense. She spent a a ton of time with him. So they each shared a, a different season of his life which is really special. That's nice. Um, and listen to this. So I sat next to my grandma, and this is so cool. And this is, you know, this podcast a lot of times kind of goes back on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, and it talks about love and relationships and what we hope for in love and relationships. And, and I want to always keep that. I know you do as well. We always want to allow people a perspective into what we hope for. And sometimes, you know, you don't get to see the whole picture of a relationship to the very end. And I got to sit by my grandma during the, the speeches. And as we said, our final got goodbyes to my grandfather and she was I was holding her hand um and she just kept holding it even after everybody was done and and she this was she had grieved this as well you know she was ready for my grandfather to pass she Mm -hmm. it was really hard on all of us to kind of see him go like he was and um she was ready and we were all ready but she's holding my hand and his big picture there's a big picture of him up in front of us there sitting and she goes as as we were all saying goodbye and everybody had left the funeral home she was still sitting there and I didn't want to get up and leave because that would have been weird um and she just looked at me she goes man he's a good look i knew you're gonna say that that's adorable yeah man he's a good looking guy and i just think like for me that out of anything that was one of the best birthday presents it was one of the best uh parts of that night for me 
is to see my grandma, even to the final days, through all of his suffering, still be able to look at him and be like, man, that's a, that's a good-looking guy, and I love him a lot. Because that just shows me true love does exist. That's what we all want. So we all hope for. How it's long out they there. And when, uh, you know, this is the crazy part, too. Um, yesterday, my grandma came to my house here in Minota Lake, Indiana, and celebrated with me uh, in person because my aunt and uncle had dro- drove her here because yesterday would have been their 56th uh, year anniversary. Oh, so it was a big week. There's a lot going on huge. this week for me. There's just a lot of emotion, um, a lot of things happening, all really good, all, all really um, <sighs> divine and um inspired and there was just a lot of good things that happened because of him but you know it's also not always easy there you know life hits you hard sometimes and i think this is what this last week was for me all right well ben let's go on to something lighter but also i love you i love you too ash and let's do it though you're so wonderful well, Ben, let's uh, change the topic onto something a little bit lighter. Um, do you think that Becca looks like Kate Middleton? <laughs> 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 because I I do. I've been saying this like all of Ari's season. She really does look a lot yeah. like Kate Middleton. I actually got to meet Becca at a uh, one-on-one date a week ago. It was, well, I can't tell you who it was with or what they did, but she is wonderful. She ran up to me and she was so excited to meet me. And I was like, oh, you're exactly like I imagined you in real life. Like she just is like a ball of energy and like happiness. And I think she's fitting in really well. And I think the guys are really taking to her, which is really good news. I'm not surprised. I mean, honestly, I'm not surprised that the guys are really taking to her. I think, I, I don't know. I mean, Actually, I don't know how this is going to come off, but let's even include myself into this. Let's go back to Chris Soles, a man who we all love, your season. I feel like we've had better bachelorette, like as a pool, year over year over year. I mean, can you think of a, a bachelorette that we don't go into the season super excited for? I mean, from Caitlin to JoJo. Um, who was before Caitlin? Andy Dorfman? Andy Dorf? Like, yeah. Becca. All of these bachelorettes have been, at Rachel, have been incredible. And now we lead up to this Becca who, I mean, I think all of America is cheering for her. There is not one person against Becca. Totally. Ben, uh, no offense to you. Uh, you bachelors have wonderful personalities. But it's interesting because I feel like they usually pick the bachelor on, like, who's the most romantic and dashing and charming. But, like, when it comes to the bachelorette, she has to have, like, this bursting personality and presence. Mm-hmm. And she has to really carry the show versus you bachelors. You still have the your cast of girls to carry the show. Oh, 100%. I mean, I will. I, oh, I, I definitely agree with you. I mean, I agree when it comes to myself and, 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 and Nick and Chris. I mean, I, I know that uh, because, and, and our, I mean, I hope they're already into this. Yeah, none of us are the type that, you know, have the personality to explode a show. For me, I think what I did well was I, I cared a lot. I really thought this could work. Um, I had a terrible time, and I didn't even know I would saying goodbye to people and so it tore me up day after day after day i think for nick you know he was he was he's a charmer and he's sophisticated and he can talk well Mm -hmm. and i think he's good looking you know chris chris is bubbly and he's funny and he's lovable and you just see the guy and you're like i can't not like like this guy he's he's harmless he's he's, adorable just like a little teddy bear yeah (laughs) 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 Uh, but none of us 
But none of us have the personalities like the Caitlins and the Rachels and the Beckas and the Jojos who can just burst off of like out of out of the TV and just make like and bring the show out. I, and none of us can do that. So I completely agree with you, Ash. Yeah. Um, Erica Rose is pregnant again. As I go down our rundown of Bachelor news, so that's kind of exciting. Okay. She's married to the guy, right? Yeah. So, this so is a new guy, second baby. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember Jane Tanner's wedding. She was with a different guy and then we had her on and she talked about how she dumped that guy and then she got married and she had a baby and now, well, she's on to baby number two. And things work out. Yeah. I saw that thing. Uh, I saw that news on the e-scroll bar. So, you know, (laughs) it's crazy how many people, how people stick with this franchise and you just can't get rid of them. Not that we want to get rid of Erica Rose, but you know what I mean? Uh, No, no. And I I wanted to say also like, I, I mean, Erica is great. She's been awesome to us. But yeah. isn't it, I mean, I, I bet she would say as well, isn't it a tad surprising that she's still getting brought up on that's like the roll bar of yeah. the news? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, that's impressive. I, I, I think so. Like, I mean, this thing lasts forever. And she was, she was a contestant, right? She wasn't the bachelorette. Yeah, yeah. She was a contestant. She wore was that she tiara. She was on, um, was she, what? whatever that show was before Paradise. Remember what was that called? Bachelor Pad. She was on that. Oh, she's on Bachelor Pad too. She also was on that show where she taught that guy who had never been kissed how to kiss. Remember? She was like a kissing es- uh, expert. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was, yeah, that was a good show. I liked that show because it was awkward. Uh, and I like to get awkward. Sometimes. Oh yeah, it was like, also done. Weird. It was done by NZK, which does The Bachelor. So they they just love coming up with romantic awkward moments. Right. I mean, I, and I've been a part of some of those. Yes, yeah, same here. You know, top ten awkward kisses right here. Um, <laughs> Becca M just joined us in studio, and I know we're going to get to her more, but I do want to ask her to throw in her opinion with this fact that came out or this this report that came out this week. Ari and Lauren may be getting married this summer. <laughs> exactly what I wanted to hear from Becca. Ben, what do you think um, about that? <laughs> I, you know, I, I said this, uh, and and I don't know either of them very well. Actually, I only know Ari from our podcast. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you you kind. Of, I mean, I would hope. I, I just hope, and I said this when this happened. From everything that they went through and everything that happened to get them together and everybody that was confused and hurt and whatever along the way, I hope they laugh. I hope they laugh, too. Remember, you wanted to get married pretty quickly afterward. I did. Yeah, you know, I definitely, yeah. I mean, I think, like, things are moving so fast throughout the whole process of the show. It, like, kind of makes sense that things would keep rolling equally as fast after. Yeah. So, that was That's so funny you say that because when I was at the Bachelorette date a couple days ago, I was with, um, you know, Lauren Zima from E! and a couple uh other girls. And we were just talking about, like, how we met stories. And one of the girls there, I think it was Lauren's producer, was like, I've been with this guy. Uh, We got proposed to after... I got proposed to after about two and a half, three years. And I was like, oh my God, that's so long. And she's like, actually, like, I'm pretty, pretty sure normal. that's pretty normal. Yeah. And then they all started laughing because I was with Bachelor producers too. And they're like, what have we done to no. Ashley to make her think that that yeah. is so long? My parents were engaged and married after like two months. Yeah. They were engaged. And then there took them um, eight months after that to get married. Wow. Wild. So it, it all depends on your relationship. So go ahead, well, Ari and Lauren. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, I support it. I do. Maybe I, I don't think, it, think there's. I mean, I'm sick of talking about it. So hopefully, if they get married, they can just be irrelevant after that. 
I heard that their vacation that they're on is quite expensive. Um, yeah, ten thousand dollar vacation, right? It's got to be more than that. I know, I know. ten thousand Absol- dollars, absolutely more than that. Twenty-five thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty-five thousand. I mean, they look super happy. Is that true? I mean. I'd be happy with anybody on a $25,000 vacation, though. So, I mean. <laughs> they went to, did they go to Iceland? And then they went to France or Rome It's just like, yeah. How do you go from Iceland to then the Mediterranean? Like, that's like a little bit. Quite easily, yeah, I, I would say. So. All right, fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's take a moment to talk about one of our favorites, BioClarity. It's easy on your skin. It is going to deliver you glowing, clear skin, and reduce redness and boost your natural beauty. And you can use it twice a day without worrying about excess irritation because there are no harsh chemicals. BioClarity is packed with clarifying botanicals and new Floralux. What is Floralux, you ask? Well, it is that naturally derived green stuff in plants and it is proven to soothe away blemishes. BioClarity is full of antioxidants that helps reduce redness, like I said, and feed and defend cells with an alphabet of of vitamins and boost your natural beauty. BioClarity is delivered straight to your door and it's an easy three-step skincare ritual that's 100% vegan. Plus, it's also gluten-free and cruelty-free, which is good for all of us animal lovers out there. Uh, The three-step system... Has you cleanse first, then treat, and then use the Restore Gel, which leaves your skin feeling super smooth and refreshed. Plus, they have this new stuff called Hydrate, and it's a lightweight moisturizer that is the perfect add-on to this ritual. So go to BioClarity and start a healthy habit by getting clear, glowing skin. Our listeners are going to get their first month for only $9.95, plus free shipping. That is a $20 savings, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. But you need to enter our code, which is FAMOUS. That is BioClarity.com, and our code is FAMOUS. All right, Becca. Mm-hmm. What else uh, do you want to talk about in Bachelor Nation before we start What's going on on. in Batch Nation right now? Hmm, Well, according to my rundown, uh, Sheena from Vanderpump Rules is with Robbie Hayes. No way. Do you watch Vanderpump? I love Vanderpump. I just met uh, Brittany and Kristen at the iHeart Radio Awards. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I love Vanderpump. I'm not really super caught up, but wait. Wait, that's yeah. Really, no way. Yeah, they've been posting Wait, on thought, Instagram together. Okay, because as far as I know, wasn't she dating that one guy on the season just recently, and like I, she wanted I, to marry him? I'm not 100 percent caught up, and then but either. but we have to do some investigation work. Wait, Maybe wh- next what? episode that's we'll so have funny. Robbie on to confirm that this. Is really funny. Should we try to call Robbie right now to confirm this? Sure. Let's do it. All right, let's get Robbie on the line. Here, do we have his? I'll give you his yeah, number. I'm excited there. Well, hello, Robbie. You're on the Almost Famous podcast. Sorry for uh, bum rushing you. Here we go. Yeah, well, uh, we were just talking about you, so we figured that we should call you and get uh, the info straight from the source. What's up with you and Sheena? Oh, straight to it, huh? Yeah. Tina is a fantastic human being. She's become one of my best friends in LA. Best friends. Looking up and dating. That is uh, TBD. TBD. Okay. Okay. So two or, t- or early- TBA. What is that? Announced. announced. Yes, Ooh. that's it. That's what it is. <laughs> too early to be announced. Is that is that kind of what we're on? Uh, I mean, that's just letting it down nicely without giving away too much information. So um, we can say you guys have kissed. <laughs> 
Did you? Do you guys watch the Van- Vanderpump show? Uh, Becca does. I do. Yeah. So you saw the the new guy Adam Spot, right? What? No. Okay. So I'm not caught up, but I was just saying that I was like, wait, isn't she like, isn't she, isn't she dating someone on the show? But like, I guess they're broken up. Well, yeah, I mean, no, she ended the show stuff, but um, I met her through this guy having a spot, and we went to a college for the outdoors date, and he now works at Vanderpump, and he had his first episode last Monday. Oh, so I missed me, it. So me, her, and him have just been close. And every time she's in town, because she lives out in Vegas now, doing her residency out there in Paris for her sex trip show. Wait, she's doing what? <laughs> so Did I you say you a, a strip show? show? Yeah, sex strip show. <laughs> yeah, so you, you remember uh, Kendra, the playmate? She hosted the sex tip for straight men from a gay guy or something like that. Out oh. in Vegas. It's, it's almost like a Broadway okay. show. So they have like seven shows, six nights a week. Um, like there's two on Saturday, um, none on Sunday. So she's also doing a podcast, so she has to come back. She flies in every Tuesday from Vegas and back out every Thursday to go back to the show. So, so is she hosting the show? Is she stripping? Or is she giving tips and like actually no, doing the co- deed? She, no, not the deed. She, co- she co-hosts with um, Chester Lockhart. Cool. It's a really funny show. It's hilarious. Oh. Reverend Vegas is trying to make it out to it. Well, I understand, you know, like The Bachelor, those relationships... Um, there's a lot that happens between the time that it happens on the actual camera versus when it airs. So I'm assuming that's probably what happened. So for sure. Yeah. 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 So Robbie, are we going to end up seeing you on Vanderpump sometime? Oh my God. I pray. (laughs) I I, I don't know about that one. Mm, (laughs) Another reality TV show might not be in my future, but we'll Eh, see. You probably filmed some stuff. It sounds like a guilty chuckle. Ben, ben, Ben's face right now via Skype is just too much. He can't Are handle you guys it. In Burbank? Yeah, we're in Burbank. Should have just had me up. Oh well, oh. you know what? I was just going through this Bachelor news, and I was like, hmm, let's just give him a ring. All right, uh, Robbie. Well, you know that we'll be calling you again it. soon. Maybe having you in <laughs> studio, it. and really, when you're ready to announce. Do it here on the Almost Santa's podcast. <laughs> you got it, guys. And bring Sheena. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. See ya. Okay, that's pretty juicy. That is juicy. He, did, he revealed everything I'm just so with every he, little. I'm so laugh. glad he called. Ben, what do you think? Look at your face. You got to express. <laughs> you got to explain why your facial expressions like this. I just don't even know who any of these people are. Oh. <laughs> you don't watch. I've never seen a show. You don't watch Bravo, Ben. <laughs> no, I'm no You're clue. not a huge Bravo so fan. I, you guys, you guys got that. I, I, I don't know. And and it sounds. I mean, it's, to me, it sounds like they're dating. I mean, yeah, it sounds definitely. like he's excited about her. She's right? Very pretty. What if he's? What if he's now um, a waiter at at uh, Sir? What's really going on? <laughs> Should we go in there later? For <laughs> no, a he's little... probably no. If anything, he's going to be a waiter at Pump. Well, okay, so what's the difference between Pump and Sir? So Pump's the gay I mean, I've one, been to that, and they have oh, a bunch of hot okay. guys oh. who work oh, there. I didn't like, know that. He probably is like you know making martinis shirtless by the bar or something. I could see that. Kendall, Kendall, Robbie. He's, yeah, he's yeah. bringing he's bringing his bod to a to, to another TV show. Yep. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thanks for finishing that for me. Um, another thing to talk about is uh, Kate McKinnon and Mila Kunis have talked about their love for The Bachelor Who's recently. Kate McKinnon. She's from SNL. Oh. And Mila, I know, because Mila and she Ashton on, were on, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. they're on the same that. Uh, Jared will never let it die that Ashton said, hey, so I started watching the show back a couple of years ago because everybody kept saying there was a guy named Jared who looked like me. I hear this all the time. He reminds me every day that Wait. Ashton Kutcher started watching The Bachelor Wait, because Jared of does, Jared. Jared does not look like Ashton Kutcher. I don't. Th- I don't think he looks what like. The? I don't think he looks a ton like him either. They have a similar 
bone structure. Mm, I think not Jared really. looks more Jared like looks Tom more like Cruise. A, Jared looks more like a fox, if anything. A fox? Yeah. Like yeah, a literal like fox. Like an animal fox. Yeah. Well, I'm. Well, interesting. Uh, <laughs> are you watching Unreal, Becca? No, and everyone asks me that all the time whenever they find out I was on The Bachelor. They're like, did you watch Unreal? Is it just like it? And I'm like, I don't know anything about it except that apparently there was like, in the show, the producers like swap out people's medication yeah, and do all this so craziness. Insane. I'm like, that sounds, yeah, I don't think that's what my experience was like. No, it's <laughs> it's so insane. And what's so funny is that apparently Unreal only gets like 300,000 viewers a, a week or per episode. Hmm. And it's just interesting because it seems like everyone asks us about it, but like right. there's only apparently 300,000 well, people out mm, there that watch it. Like maybe when it's on TV, because I think it's like on Netflix or like Hulu. Or it's, on oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's on Lifetime. It's on Lifetime, oh, but then okay. like when they re-air it, you know. On. And it's been nominated for an Emmy. Constance oh, Zimmer has? was nominated for an well, Emmy. Well, she's a fantastic actress, especially in that role. Like, mm. wow, is she convincing and scary as hell. Ben, have you seen it? Yeah, I watched. I didn't know it was still going. How have they done multiple seasons? So um, this one is actually The Bachelorette. So yeah. this season, oh, no way. they get like an Elon Musk type girl oh, who's this like big genius. tech yeah. sort of millionaire and they're finding her a guy and it's actually really juicy. Ooh, I've watched every good. episode. Here's what I, my take yeah. on it is. And you guys, Ben, you can, you can comment. It's, there's a seed of The Bachelor in it and then imagine going explosion. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's like, there's some little elements that I'm sure are based on reality right. on your y'all yeah. show. Sure. And then they just take it to the drama level. Well, cause I wasn't mean, it like a former producer from the bachelor? Like, I mean, just something? the original concept, you know what I mean? But just the fact that they have all these weird storylines about somebody jumping off of a roof, you know, it's just, no. Okay, wait, do you remember safe. though, the, in paradise that one year where <laughs> yes, someone yes. was sleeping with like the audio guy or something? But the audio guy jumped was the off. one who jumped yes. out the window. That was like the best thing ever. Oh my God. I know. They need to have more behind the scenes. Ugh. Well, I mean, you know, more, let's like get the cast members to start mingling with the, with crew, the crew more. You know who's I think is the hottest handler? Who? Hot Ryan. I call I him Hot Ryan. You um, know? Ladies, ladies, there's a few of us here that are totally clueless on your girl okay. party over there. And you might want to not forget your friend. Okay, ben. Okay, okay. Sorry, Ben. You know, Hot Ryan, Ben. You know who I think is Hot Ryan, right? I think I know exactly. Yeah. Ryan, yeah, Ryan know. Martinez. Shout out to Ryan Martinez. He is no, we like might be related. A, Damn it! Oh my god, you would be. <laughs> He's like a little Joe Jonas wannabe, and I've always. Joked, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is cute. In uh, Paradise, sometimes if like there's not anyone there for me, I'm like Ryan. Can you just infiltrate your way into the <laughs> cast? Because yeah, I my sister and I would flirt with him shamelessly. For those playing Poor along guy. at home, what these girls are talking about is is. <laughs> essentially sort of flirting with a producer uh, mm, pretty much which is like, yeah. quite uh, yeah like a, upon. A, a, a production assistant i think that's Pro- yeah, production assistant but have you ever developed feelings for a producer mm, no 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 but i could see how that could happen okay. i mean they're basically like your therapist yeah exactly. the entire experience it's like you have so much more time with them than you do the actual person that you're dating so, so on my season a couple of my girlfriends um have Developed some crushy feelings on Alon because yeah, I, Alon I see that. has such like a a unique, wonderful, captivating, charming personality that we're like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling more for him than I am the Bachelor. Yeah, I ben, that. have you ever? <laughs> well, did you on the Bachelorette when you were on Caitlyn season? You didn't have a crush on like you know Naz, Jessica Nomius? Uh all of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, all the above. I can see how it happens. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, who doesn't love somebody that will sit with you for three hours and oh listen my God, to you, like, yeah. just talk about yourself? Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean anybody's going to feel something, right? Right. And anyone who can just, like, make you cry basically on demand, you know, within a few weeks, it's like they can say, they can be like, so, but are you open to being loved? And I'm like, yeah. oh, I know. Oh, sobbing mess. I know. Louis. Yeah. Though. And, yeah. <laughs> Oh, and then really? innocent, yeah. and then innocently like you know pick you up without and tell you how beautiful you are and how, <laughs> how deserving you are of love and deserving you are of finding somebody that's special to you without yeah. actually being creepy because they've already lived in that world with you yeah right, right. yeah it's a special it's, bond it's, it's a special bond your heart is wide open and it's just being crushed season after season by some <laughs> All right. Well, Ben, uh, I don't know if you remember, but you did promise us to cook some Blue Apron and you still haven't done that. So um, do you have a date there that we should fly to Denver that you're going to fly here? You, uh, Amy, and you don't invite me out anymore. (gasps) Oh, Oh, my my God. God. You have been on a different plane in a different state or a different part of the world for the past six weeks. We beg you to come, Ben. Yeah. No, nobody wants me out in LA, so I'll just do it for myself in Denver, oh my and that's God. fine because I enjoy Blue Apron by myself because it's just that good. <laughs> Let me tell you all about Blue Apron. Blue Apron is the leading meal kit delivery service in the U.S., and while many people know what we do, many don't know about the types of meals you eat when you cook with Blue Apron. What I would cook for Amy and Ashley if they ever want to be friends with me again, <laughs> I would cook. I would cook. <laughs> Cook quick bucatini with broccoli, pecorino cheese, and Italian-style shrimp and sweet pepper. With incredible ingredients and chef-designed recipes, Blue Apron lets you see what the power of food can do for you. It's convenient. There's a convenience and a variety to Blue Apron. Blue Apron delivers fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes right to your door. That can be cooked in under 45 minutes. The menu changes every week based on what's in season and is designed by Blue Apron's in-house culinary team. Blue Apron is flexible. There is flexibility to Blue Apron. Blue Apron offers 12 new recipes each week, and customers can pick two, three, or four recipes based on what best fits their schedule. It's high quality. There is so much quality to Blue Apron. Let me tell you about Blue Apron's quality. Blue Apron sends you only non-GMO ingredients and meat with no added hormones. Blue Apron is treating the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Fans to $30 off your first order if you visit blueapron.com slash almostfamous. So check out this week's menu and get your $30 off at blueapron.com slash almostfamous. Hey, Blue Apron, a better way to cook. <laughs> I love the way you say that. I do I think, think that, that, now, <laughs> that it's, now that it's lighter later, it is kind of more fun to home cook and like hang out. So Ben. Come on. The time is now. Spring has sprung. We are ready for our home cooked meal. (laughs) Amy, you know what I think the next time you and I will be together is? When? At the golf tournament. At the Masters? Yeah. Ooh, that's fun. No. (laughs) Ben, can I I brag about you? That way you can explain it, but you don't have to brag about yourself. There is a huge golf tournament. Huge. Like, think of the biggest athletes, the biggest celebrities in Lake Tahoe. And Ben. What's it called? It's called the Edgewood. It's at Edgewood. But what is the professional name of it? 
the the tournament is the American Century. Um, uh, let me just let me just look it up. No, it's fine. I'll buy you some time. It airs on NBC. It's in Tahoe. They play on the water, and our friend Ben Higgins is playing it. Invited to play. I think that's so fun. (laughs) It's a okay. So it's the American Century Celebrity Golf Championship Tournament, and uh, it has literally been. I texted Amy right away when they asked because. This is a bust. I mean, I'm not kidding. When all, it was funny, it was almost a joke. When the Bachelor originally happened, somebody asked me, and I could go back and probably find this interview that said, "What's one thing that you want like to happen out of this outside of love? One thing." And I remember saying, "I want to play in some awesome golf tournaments." And That's Tahoe so cool. was number one on my list. It is literally like you have Steph Curry and Justin Timberlake and uh, um, Michael Jordan and like everybody. What? And then this year, I got a text that's like, "Will you play in it this year?" And I was like. You're three years late, but not too late. Let's do it. Do you think, yeah, that is do awesome. you think they thought they were texting Ben Affleck? Hey, Ben, you know how you got your dad master's tickets and like your dad was crying because he was so happy? Well, my dad got word of this and my dad is like, Ashley, why can't you get me master's tickets? And now I have been on the hunt for master's tickets for the past you know, two weeks and every day it's like any update on the masters. And I'm like, dad, I, what do you think I am? Julia Roberts. I don't know how Ben did this, but then like I get the tickets for dear Evan Hansen because my best friend Ooh. works. Yeah. My best friend works at the PR at the PR company that reps them. And then he's like, so you get hot Broadway tickets, but you can't give me masters tickets. I'm like dad. Apparently the masters tickets are harder than even the Super Bowl tickets. Mm. They're hard. They're really, really difficult. Actually, I'll send the audio in. I don't know if we'll be able to play it or not on the podcast, but I'll send the audio in of my dad um, and I on the phone together when I told him he had master's tickets. He yeah. starts crying, and he's <gasps> like, that's my bucket list item. I know. It is. It's the number one bucket list item. My buddy, uh, a good friend, and just one of the best men I know, he's a great dad and a great husband, Zach Johnson. He's a former master's uh, winner, and I play in his uh, golf tournament called the Zach Johnson Foundation, or Zach Johnson Classic every year. Um Listen to the story real quick because he is, and, and a lot of people out there know who Zach Johnson is. And if you don't look him up, a year ago, my dad went to the Zach Johnson Classic with me. Told Zach, you know, my his dream was to be uh, in Augusta for the Masters one year. And Zach remembered that, um, even though he has a thousand things going on. Texted me about two months ago and said, "Hey, I got your dad tickets to the Masters this oh year," just without gosh. me even asking. What a great guy! I mean, honestly, and and the audio is just my dad bawling, saying thank you to Zach and thank you to me and. Um, I'm pumped. That's actually, uh, that's next week. Yeah. Uh, we head to Augusta for the Masters, and I could not be more excited. My dad went out and bought new tennis shoes. He bought new pants, a new <laughs> shirt, a new hat. He bought new everything. For this he He's going to be looking fly and fresh and ready um, to show up all of those professional golfers. I love that. That is so adorbs. Oh, yeah. It's really cool. It is. You know, and, and I mean, I think in a week like this, like I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast, I think this is just like a really cool thing to do that is going to be an awesome memory. That how often in life do you get to actually do something that you said is a bucket list item? Like, especially something like the Masters, where it's not easy to get to. It's not easy to get tickets to. It's expensive. Um, Zach Johnson and, and just being the guy he is went out of his way to make sure that like my dad and I have a memory that will last us forever. So I'm pretty pumped about it. So, so great. Um, my dad and I yeah, went to the Super Bowl. I don't know if we talked about this, but yeah, it was one of those things. It's just like definitely, definitely worth it if you can finagle it some way or another one of these years with your dad.
Yeah. All right, Becca. I want to hear. I want to hear from you real quick. Yeah. What is one memory? Just one memory. It doesn't have to be with family. It could be with friends. It could be by yourself. What is one sure. memory in life that, like, what is your bucket list item that you've accomplished that Great really, question. like, to this day, stands out to you? Damn, that's like a big question. I wait, have wait mine. one thing that I've done, like one bucket list item that I have already completed. Is that what? The yeah, or was? maybe an accomplishment in your life. Like, what if there hmm. was a dream as as little Becca, as little cute Becca? Said, hey, I want to do this in my life. Okay. And, and I want to accomplish it. I want to, I want to do, what is that? Okay, this sounds so ridiculous, but I said for literally years that I was going to be on The Bachelor. That's right. I'm not, I'm not joking. Like, I've said for years, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be on The Bachelor. Like, I, I said it for a really long time. Like, my, my, was it sister, worth it? my sister's actually sitting here and she's like nodding her head yes because I said it for so long. What season um, did you, do you remember first watching? I watched Ali Fidowski's season and I was like, I was probably like, I don't know, 14. You were young because I was 22. How old, how much older are you? I I'm am 23. seven years older than you. Yeah. So I was, yeah, I was 15, yeah. I guess when I watched that. And I was like, this show is great. I'm going to go on this. So, so wait, I don't you got know that if you first... know this, but you're young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it once or twice before. <laughs> it's, so it's been discussed a bit. When you got that first call back, where you're like, see, it's happening. Oh, it's literally, happening. yeah, no, literally, I went to the casting call and like at the casting call, she's like, well, we normally wait and call people back, but here's the packet for exactly, the next, exactly getting the next that thing. packet. And I was ah! like, <laughs> I strutted out of there. I, I like, know they're like, hide this under your shirt. Yeah, and yeah. She was like, she was like, here's a little tote bag, put it in there. I yeah. was like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then I immediately Facetime my brother and sister, and I was like, guys, I was like. I'm just saying right now, I'm going to the next stage and I was like, I'm going to be on the show. And my little brother was cracking up and he's like, you are like, you are going to be on it. And I called my mom and she's like, Beck, please don't, please don't go to the next round. Cause I know you're going to get cast. Yeah. If you do. She's like, please don't. So my dad said, was nope. just like, I kept saying, you know, after I got that packet, I was like, it's doing, we're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it. It's going to be a real thing. And then he was like, no, it's not. No, it's not. And then he's like, stop thinking like that. And like the next round, I was like, see, it's happening. Yeah. Yep, yep, like, oh. yep, yep. Well, another thing that like is a little less, I mean, but really I, that's something I wanted to do for a long time. And so it was awesome. It was such a great experience. Um, but also like, I, I, I don't know if I talked about this on the show, but I used to rock climb competitively yeah. and my goal, I was little and then I, my goal was to get an invite to nationals and I got one of those when I was 14. So that was really exciting. That's really exciting. Yeah. Ben, I actually had a bucket list item happen recently. What I, is it at? I didn't talk about it on the podcast. I, I don't think I talked about it yet. Um, okay. So it's the, the coolest moment. <laughs> <laughs> coolest moment of my life. So oh, is this about Lance Bass, Lance Bass again? Yes! <laughs> I, did I talk about it on the I Don't Get It podcast? Yes. I don't you know. You two scream like two sorry, sorry. teenagers I've... on that Jimmy Fallon ew thing. Ow. Oh, yeah. Ow. <laughs> Ow. Okay. Well, Ben, so check this out. My sister's boyfriend was DJing um, a party and then my sister shows up with him and then she immediately texts me. She goes, oh my God, Ashley, Lance Bass is the one throwing this party. It's totally 90s themed. They're only playing boy bands on the screens. He's supposed to play boy band music. And she's like, you have to get here soon. So I roll in. It was like my birthday dinner. So I roll in deep with bachelor people. (laughs) It was me. It was Nick. Cupcake, Christina Shulman, and then Naz and my sister. And uh, I'm going, I'm planning my my fangirl attack on Lance. I'm like, okay, where is he? I'm not going to, you know, I just want to wait till he's not talking to anyone, be like really classy. All of a sudden, Lance 
taps me on the shoulder and goes, oh, hello there. And I go, oh, my God. <laughs> I go, did my sister tell you early on? You know, because my, he had instructed the DJ boyfriend to play a certain type of music. And I was like, did my sister tell you early on that I was coming? And he's like, oh, I didn't even know that was your sister. I'm just a huge fan of yours. That's go, great. Ah! I'm sorry. I could scream. I could scream really loud, but I won't do it. And um, I'm like, oh my gosh. He's like, I'm so excited for like everything that's happening in your life. Like it was so great to watch the winter games and like everything finally happened for you. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, well, uh, well, we're not together anymore, but like, that's so sweet that you follow my personal life. I can't believe that you follow my personal life. And anyway, we had a lot to talk about, apparently. And Nick was, uh. Nick came over and he was like, oh, I didn't know you guys were friends. I was like, we are not friends. We just had that natural, amazing chemistry. And then I showed Lance a picture of my room when I was younger. Anyway, that's it. So when people from now on say, what's your greatest accomplishment in life? My teen idol, who I had like 300 faces of him on my walls, like, because I had like 350 posters. I was going to say, posters. okay, Ashley, calm down for one uh, second. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You just, you remember you're doing a podcast here. When you say you showed him a picture of your room as a child, what exactly does that mean? Exactly. Like, no, I, I, okay. With all so the posters, with There's, all the posters of him on the wall. I, 300 pictures of him in your wall. Like literally it was a Lance Bass bedroom. Well, no, I mean, it, Justin was my guy, obviously, but was Lance, Lance was my bathroom. second favorite. And I had 350 posters. Oh I used God. to count. I used to count because like 350 pinups. You used to make a pass. Like, was, this is actually 350. Three, it was like 350, what and the then hell? I moved to the ceiling. But I only did the big posters that you bought at the store on the ceiling. But hey, it was Amy wallpaper. And Becca. Amy and Becca, is this normal? But I don't. I, but no, I, would, I, I would. You guys. I would put so my bad. child in therapy if they wanted that many posters. Like, <laughs> it was so scary. Art, you guys. I was a 12 year old, and I had really high ceilings. And my mom would like spot me on the ladder, but it was like a work <laughs> of art. Sometimes, like every year. Well, not every year. Every couple months. I would redo it with new updated posters. You are so I would so take a whole weird. wall down and then I like puzzle piece it together. I had no posters, but here's my question. So you've got this big crush on Lance. No, Bass. no, no, not a crush. L- love. No, no, no. Okay, just love. L- let me let me ask this question. <laughs> In what fact, obsession. happens when you find out he's gay? Oh, ha- what happened? Like, what does it do to your body? Emotion? Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> that was I mean, he came out when he was when I was like 20 about you were over it. And I wasn't, I loved him like as a person, but Justin was the one that I oh, imagined okay. myself marrying. Because our friend Brittany was super in Lance love with Clay I mean, Clay, Aiken. Clay, Aiken. Clay Aiken was my other one. Mm-hmm. Clay and- Aiken, I was obsessed with him in love and love. But um, yeah, he also didn't come out until later. And she cried. Ben, who was your crush when you were like a teenager? Not now, but when you were Who'd like Who'd you have teen- posters of? <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is easy. I'm, I'm, I'm not very like Kelly Kapowski. Oh, oh, Tiffany Thiessen. Should I have her on this yeah. show? How would you feel about? She that? looks I, like Britt Nielsen. Is this, is this like an? Am I too young for this? Yeah, she's um Tiffany Thiessen. She's from Saved by the Bell. I didn't watch, watch Saved by, by the, the Bell. Bell. I have to see. I have to. Be Whoa, I didn't watch Saved I'm by the Bell. That old? No, no, oh, no. I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of. I wasn't really allowed to watch TV. Yeah. Ben, how do you think you'll do interviewing Tiffany Thiessen? Because I'm going to make that happen. Because I want to see the awkwardness. I don't know if I. That, He's already yeah, giggling and not being able to complete a sentence. <laughs> I would be so excited. I'm not like, yeah. Oh my gosh, you can barely piece a sentence together. A, she I has a new she, show. I heard that. Um, <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> ben, D- Britt Nielsen, aka one of your bachelorettes, yeah. she looks just yeah. like her. I know, I know. There's a lot to that. I thought about it beforehand <laughs> as well. It's a, it's a big deal. Well, it, it's not. It's not just her look because obviously she's a beautiful person. But Tiffany Amber Thiessen, like Kelly Kapowski, was just a good down home girl who oh who wanted God. to be a, a good teammate and a good partner. She, she would show up to the diner with a smile on her face, ready for a oh, good time with all my, of her friends. Oh, is this real life? I Listen am to in this love description. With this. this is so great. <laughs> Becca, as I, being I, from a whole different generation, who was your like little crush growing up? Uh, was it like Justin Bieber? You know what? I've never. I'm not gonna lie. I've never been a fangirl. Like oh, I always God. like. And we're friends. My, my neighbors, you know. And I. Lo- that's what I love. I tell. I'm like, you know what? Ashley's great because you're just an unapologetic fangirl, and I admire that. Well, you know, my neighbors were like the biggest fan. They always had crushes with the posters and everything on the walls, and like I admired it. I just never really was like into anyone like oh. that. I just wish we had video of Ben squirreliness right now. (laughs) It's like literally the best. (laughs) He got so that was just like the smile on his face, beaming, (laughs) beaming. I, I I mean, honestly, you think about it. You grew up, and and I had a few of my favorites: Britney Spears, yeah, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, um, Jennifer Aniston. I had um, there on. I still have the folder somewhere here at this house of them it was my art folder and i cut out their pictures out of a magazine oh. and had a i was no. yeah that was weird oh, i'm gonna stop there no. i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop there uh, amy i'm interested because we're, we've talked generational gaps now uh becca <laughs> ashley and i who who was really who was a hot commodity back in your day well that's what we're just I'm, trying to know, Amy. I'm trying Amy. to think back because this is a completely different generation like like 80s Cause I'm 80s. Like I was like a young like kid. JFK Junior. JFK Junior. Sexiest man alive. My birth year, 1988. Kurt Cameron is. Yes. yes Growing pains yes, is yes. my favorite. Yes. Growing pains over everything. And a lot of people liked Axl Rose. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Guns and Roses. Yeah. Axl Rose. Yeah, um, I mean, these are well-known <gasps> names. You know, a girl in high school was really obsessed with George Michael, and I. Same thing. Another like, click you know, and Lance there Bass is a situation. thing where you these teens fall in love with the boys that will never like them. But that that's what it is. It's a, <laughs> it's, a, it. it's safe Been there. and it's Been not there. scary and they're not going to do anything to you. But I think I'm from an era where there wasn't a lot of this. We missed it. We were not, you know, we were too old for new kids on the block and we were. You were too old for mm-hmm. new kids? Yeah, we didn't have. There was none of this boy band stuff. I mean, we were not. That was not what we were. But JFK Jr., well, of course, but nobody had like a teen idol crush on him. Oh, just, like, yeah, nobody had like posters of JFK Jr. No, I have right. one in I have one in my apartment. Are you serious? <laughs> this yeah. a good, this is a good uh, place to stop for a second. It, for all of our listeners out there, uh, I have to stay relevant. Uh, I need to stay relevant. To stay relevant. <laughs> I'm clawing for relevancy. <laughs> no, yeah. no, not, not same. As, not as people. Um, not as people. Just uh, up to date with what's cool in the world. Please email us at Ben and Ashley, iHeartMedia.com. Who is who is the crushes today? Like who does everybody have crushes on? Mm, Guys and girls. Bustling. I need to hear I, No, like I need ra- to read um, it. Shawn Mendes. Yeah, Sean Mendes. Is that, is that a thing? Yes. So really? I have to admit that at thirty years old, I finally I finally don't know who's hot. 
I don't think I know. <laughs> Who's in? No, I mean, I, I work at Clever TV. Well, it depends what age you are. So if you're really young, you the like younger the ones, um, I, YouTubers. Yeah, I don't oh, get yeah, the YouTubers. YouTubers. I don't get YouTubers. Do you follow YouTubers? No, my sister does. Oh, my gosh. You should Guys, we're on. getting old. So, is, why are you so pretty, both of you? Really holy, holy crap. All right, so you know what? Just because I need to calm down, take a rest, maybe a full sleep in between these segments. <laughs> I want to go snuggle up in my bowl and branch sheets. Getting a great night's sleep is easier now and more affordable than you'd ever think. You don't need a new mattress or sleeping pills. You just need to change your sheets, and that's why you should get out your bowl and branch. Everything Bowl and Branch makes from bedding to blankets is 100% organic cotton, which means that they start out super soft, but they get even softer over time. You buy directly from them, so you're essentially paying wholesale prices. Luxury sheets can cost up to $1,000 in store, but Bowl and Branch sheets are only a couple hundred bucks. Everyone who tries Bowl and Branch sheets loves them, and that's why we have thousands of five-star reviews and... Forces, The Wall Street Journal, and Fast Company, they're all talking about Bull and Branch. Even three U.S. presidents sleep on Bull and Branch sheets. I don't know why they won't tell us which ones, but I think that's still pretty cool. Shipping is free, and you can try them for 30 nights, and if you don't love them, you can send them back for a full refund. I doubt that you're going to want to send them back, though, but just in case, there's no risk, and there's no reason to give them a try. To get started, right now our listeners will get $50 off their first set of sheets. Go to bullandbranch.com, promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS, that is bull and branch, that's B-O-L-L and branch.com today for $50 off your first set of sheets and use our promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. Ben, Tiffany Thiessen's publicist already responded. Oh my God, that was quick. (laughs) Oh my God. That is very, very fast. They're calling Tiffany. So it's all on you because I only said, hey, would she call Ben Higgins? <laughs> oh, is she married? Hold up. Yeah, she's, she's married. She is. She's okay, married. Good. So we, so at least we have an understanding of exactly my intentions here. Totally. I'm, not, I'm not trying to do anything weird. No. I'm just going to talk. Ben I'm going to flirt with her. I was going to say, Becca, you know, this, this could get ugly. You and I are on the same page here. I don't want her to get an email, the one email, the one time I can actually connect with Timber, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, and she responds with, you gross, not into something like that. Like, that would crush me forever. As if. My hope, my hope for next week is just that Ben becomes Ashley, and Ashley becomes Ben. Oh my gosh, yes, and I'm going to have to calm you down. It's just weird to think that, I mean, I'm not kidding. I, I still remember the moment where I used to sit at home and I used to think, I didn't know God created women or people this pretty. Like, oh, how does that happen? my God. so it's cute. True. <laughs> and now I'm going to be able to talk to her. Ben, I love that. she's going to be so blushy. I just blushed. I know. Wow. It's, 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 you know, but you know those moments where you see somebody, maybe it still happens today, and you're like, or those moments in life, just and you're like, I didn't know moments like this could exist. Oh, I mean, I, that kind of stuff is how I felt about Tiffany as a young child. She has, wow. she, she set my standard very high in life. Wow. Well. Wow. <laughs> well, you guys, if you wow. look like Tiffany Amber Thiessen, and you're age appropriate. Please call Ben Higgins. And Email Ben and Ashley at <laughs> iHeartMedia.com with a picture. Wait, why don't why, what if there's just a dating show like The Bachelor, but it's just girls who are lookalikes? <laughs> That's a Tiffany good idea, Amber. actually. I also think she dropped the amber. Like, yeah, she maybe did. Eighteen years she ago, she did. Tiffany Thiessen. <laughs> yeah, Ben. I'm gonna look. Yeah. Um, 
You going to come in studio for that one? I I don't know. No, I'm going to stay as far away from that studio as possible because I'll, I'll get real weird on it. This is the problem <laughs> with working with Amy is when we bring up these people and we're just like, yeah, like I've been real into her before. Amy will just be like, yeah, we'll get her on next week. And then it happens. And now I'm stuck. Like this gets, this gets, now I got to prepare myself. I got to shave next week. I got to comb my hair. <laughs> How old is she now, by the way? She's probably like 40. She's about my age. Yeah, she's yeah. like my age. You know what you should do, Ben? Beach body. Wait, Amy, are you saying we're in the same we we What's up, Amy? <laughs> I don't think so. so she's forty three. Yeah, she's forty three. Yeah, she oh I'm one 44. year forty four. Oh no, I'm exactly her yeah, age. 44. I am exactly her age. And I've known her probably twenty years. Yep. Uh, yeah, Ben. I've she met never her. does this with me and Milo Ventimiglia. I mean Um Hey Amy's like him, he's above your pay grade. <laughs> I still don't know who that is. I was with him. Did I tell you I got to uh, I got to sit by him the other night? Uh, no, you didn't tell me <laughs> this casually. What basketball game? Yeah, he, he was at the UCLA basketball game when I was there. Uh, he's as good looking in, in real life as he is on TV. I'll tell you that. Mm. Uh, ben, my tell friend me Sarah Barnett. Uh, yeah, Sarah Barnett is my uh, best friend's wife. He's the coach, of, uh, one of the coaches at UCLA, and we were at the game. And she just had a recent a new baby, and we were sitting there together. And he sat on the front row. And he walked up the aisle of the stairs and she got nervous. And she is, I mean, and that's to see Sarah excited about somebody is pretty funny too, because I mean, she's happily married with a kid. And so she got real nervous, real anxious. She tried to, <laughs> she tried to use her, uh, her baby to get a picture with him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's a good looking fella. It's not just his looks. It's really not even his looks. It's all about the warmth that he exudes. Yeah, My here's God. okay. Here's you guys are both <laughs> like weirdos. You know these people. <laughs> Chill out. Oh my gosh, just the way he talks. My Nas put it perfectly. He's the perfect combination of somebody who you want to be your boyfriend, but he's also kind of like your dad. Mm. Yeah, I know that sounds really No, no, no. Creepy. I get that. I really get that. That, okay. that makes total. Oh. That makes total Why sense. Why don't you ask makes Kendall her crush? Yeah, Kendall, oh, you're yeah. on the line with the messiest Almost Famous podcast <laughs> of all time. We're really just like gushing about random stuff today. Um, what do you want to gush about? What hey, Kendall. do you fangirl over, Kendall? Oh, hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> How are you guys? We're great. Good. Kendall, <laughs> take, Kendall, tell us what you love. <laughs> no, tell us who your teen celebrity crush was. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my teen celebrity crush had to have been... Uh, Jeremy Sumter and Peter Pan. Wait, <laughs> you would, you would it, it have. Was, yeah, I literally made sure I looked cute every night before, just in case he came into my window. Wait, what? who in Peter Pan? You Peter are so. Pan. You guys are all weird. Wait, Peter Pan, like in the Hook version. Wait, he is cute. I just yeah. No, oh, I know exactly perfect. what you're talking about. Yes. Yes. No, he is so beautiful. He's so. Right. He's okay. So Admission. I never saw Hook. <laughs> Look, I mean, I look at him. Oh, oh, you have to. No, he's, 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 just got that, he's just got that very boyish. Oh, just yes. Like, he's very but, Taylor but almost like, But almost like a feminine yes. face. Yes. Oh, so I love, pretty. I love the feminine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he was yeah. definitely my crush. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> Didn't get it. Now I just saw a picture and I say, okay, got it. Got right? it. Well, what were your guys'? I didn't hear your guys'. Oh, we already talked about it. I'll I don't, yeah, I didn't really, I don't <laughs> think I really had any. Although, you know what? I fangirled so hard over, I, I bring him up all the time that's creepy and people always think I'm like trying to get him to slide into my DMs. But I had a huge crush on Peter on Rachel season. No, like, no, yeah. I would watch, I <gasps> rewatch the dates. Peter on the line? Stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Amy, you have? did you hear yeah. that? Should we get <laughs> Peter on the line? Next week. Oh, yeah. Okay, Next week. fine. Well, we'll ask him about you, Becca. No, don't. It makes it seem like I'm trying to hit on him, and I'm not. I've moved on. Okay, who are you? Who, who have you moved on to? Well, that's I don't that's know. That's <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Kendall, anyway, Kendall uh, yeah, you know what? We're going to go back to Bachelor Talk for just a second. Um, yeah. When the show ends and you go as far as you did, you have mm-hmm. been there for seven weeks. How yeah. odd was it to readjust back to real life? Did you mm-hmm. have what I call the post bachelor depression? It's not a real depression, but it's like oh, it's excuse so me, true. Yeah, so I hundred percent had that. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, like I, I just had that. I want to sit inside and talk about the bachelor yeah. and nothing but yeah. the bachelor yeah. with my mom for just mm-hmm. for a whole week, yep. right? No, because there's so much that goes on, and it, you're catching everybody else, but everyone else up but you're also trying to like figure out what you were feeling when mm-hmm. you're going through it and it's such a dramatic change in like lifestyle and everything like overnight there's so much to process yeah yeah yeah, yeah. My, my family members and friends would like literally ask me very politely they'd be like hey can we like stop talking about the bachelor <laughs> and i was like well, but this was my yeah this was my life for like several weeks and something i'm you know, excited about. Isn't it funny? Every day I was like apologizing. It's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I really, yeah. I just, I can't get out of it yet. I yeah. haven't, I haven't exited. You know, that the brings bubble. up an interesting point. Ben, I'd love to hear your thoughts and, you know, all the ladies. Is it like the day after Christmas when it ends? You know how you have that letdown? Ooh. Ben, like when you finish. <laughs> right after the presents have been opened. <laughs> did you get the blues a little bit? Definitely. When yeah. you finished airing. Um, I didn't hear the last part, but the first part, 100%, you you get the blues. I mean, it's it's such a weird thing. It's kind of that same thing I was talking about, not to go back, but it's like the finality of anything is bittersweet, right? Mm-hmm. When, mm-hmm. when when anything ends, even if it's bad, you still, in a sense, like, hold on to it, or you, you don't miss it, maybe. Maybe you're happy it's gone, but you're used to that being a constant in your life. And so when that ends, there's kind of this question of, well, what's next? And I, I, I confronted that question. I don't know about the, the women here, and I would love to hear their thoughts. I confronted that question head on in a pretty hard way. As soon as this was all done, I, ha- I, I remember the moment. I remember the time that I said, well, now what's next? Do I go back to my desk mm. job? Do I go mm. back to life? Like I'm now, you know, for me, I was engaged. Do And Lauren and I had to have those conversations of what exactly does this look like now? Do we pursue, you know, a co-hosting career? Do we stay in LA? Do we get new jobs? Do we Mm. post on social media for a while to like, let that kind of thing happen. Um, and now, I mean, that's, that's really where I, where my recent career started from was me saying, I don't know what's next, but I know it can't be anything that's solely focused on me because that's just going to make me feel so weird down the Mm. road. But yeah, Mm. I definitely, no, to answer your question, a hundred percent, I got the blues. Uh, I wish I wouldn't have, but I, I, I don't know how you not. How you don't. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. So I guess like that begs the question to you girls, what is next? I don't know. Huh? Yeah, great. I have no idea. Yeah. I think we're just kind of enjoying like being able to travel and um, experience new things through the experience. Um, and also a lot of the girls got extremely close afterwards. So um, yeah. being able to go through that together has been really helpful. Yeah. Becca, you're still part-time nannying. Yeah, I am. It's been really hard to to juggle yeah. that. Um, my family, people always ask because travel and stuff, they're like, how do you do that? Well, it's nice because my nanny mom works from home. So like if I do really need days off, I can get them. 
Um, and then they're like in, I think they're in Taiwan for two weeks right now. So I've got a couple of weeks off to like travel and get all my, you know, bachelor stuff together. Yeah. Kendall, are, did you go back to work? Yeah, actually I was, um, I just got done production design job and so i'm still doing that it's kind of funny because i work behind i mean i do work behind the camera so it's funny being behind the camera again after being in front of the camera for so long mm. what kind of set designs have you done anything we would know um i mean i've done uh well this one's like a disney promo for a show so basically just just getting a bunch of props shopping for props and uh putting little sets together um i'm freelance so literally i have done so many random things <laughs> amazing yeah both of you is it been weird over the past month or so to get recognized in public? I want to know like your weirdest fangirl oh, we moments. We have one together. We have one together. That oh, was cool. Tell, tell. Um, yeah. Well, you know, we both live in LA and I think that mm-hmm. it's like people here don't really like, even if they recognize you, it's kind of more of a double take and then they'll just like leave you alone. Mm-hmm. Like I don't yeah. get approached that often in right. LA. Same. Um, except, except when we go out to bars and people get drunk, I think they get, they like lose their inhibitions and then they'll come up and they'll want to chat for like 20 minutes, uh, which is kind of funny. Did you yeah. get any weird questions? Uh, no, they're all the same. They're like, and, yeah, everyone kind like? of tells us like, oh, it was awesome, wasn't he? That's like the main thing that everyone yeah. tells us. But I think New York was a lot more, a lot of people oh, yeah. came up in New York than LA. Yeah, we were sure. surprised by that. We were both in New York a couple of weeks ago and- yeah, we could like, it was like literally every block there was someone who would stop us, which was kind of wild. I wasn't expecting that. Mm-hmm. Um, East but, Coast goes hard but their TV. Yeah, but it, what was really cool is we were walking and, you know, it's always funny to see what kind of fans you have. Like, you, you there's the typical, like, you know, late teens, early 20s, mm-hmm. um, like white girls who will be like, oh my God. But then it's funny, like, we were walking in New York and this like 60 something year old like black man stopped us and he goes, Becca, Kendall. And he was like so excited. And we start talking to him. It turns out he's the screenwriter of Precious. So awesome. Oh my gosh. And he was a I fan of us. Stressed. Yeah. So cool. I was like, I see a fan of you. Your work is amazing. So yeah. I was, yeah, that was definitely an amazing moment. That was really cool. And he was so like, cool. can I get your girl's emails? I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It was cool. Yes, that is so cool. Yeah. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Did do you feel like after these seasons end? Because there's one thing I've noticed: the women are all really good friends, and they kind of like join together and they travel together and they 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 get along great. And not that the guys don't. I mean, I I love the guys from the Bachelorette that I, that I was with. I mean, you know, Jared, the Jareds of the world, and and mm-hmm. the Booths and the Chris mm-hmm. Amber, like I love those guys. But we never hung out. I mean, I haven't seen mm-hmm. Sean Booth since, mm-hmm. and, and he was my best friend on the show. Like I haven't seen him since the finale of Caitlyn's season. Oh, wow. Um, we oh, still wow. talk. What? But do you think that's common? I mean, why is it that the guys don't really group together, but the women seem to really, you know, continue to stay close and they travel together and they do all these things? Um, I'm not sure. I just feel like having that support is really helpful because I don't even know what to do with my mind sometimes afterwards. I don't know how to process everything or understand what's going on. So, I mean, maybe having Becca and Cien be in L.A. just makes yeah. it a lot easier for us to... Yeah, we're, we're and close. And then, yeah, girls are. make plans and guys <laughs> It's don't. so true, and we follow That is through. such a good point. That's, that's what it is. You know that's what true. You know what else, though? I think it's. I think a lot of times it can be really hard to make female friends because there's always this mm-hmm. weird thing of like, oh, I love your shoes. Like, oh, yeah, where'd you get your top? And it's like, you don't know sometimes how to dive into, like emotional relationships with other women Mm -hmm. and i think being on the bachelor like we were all so emotionally open with each other and Mm -hmm. so it's not 
it's like sometimes it can I don't know if you're a woman and it's 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 almost like hanging out with women for the first time is like a first date and it's totally. like there's kind of like kind a lot of, of pressure it's a lot of pressure a lot yeah. of nerves actually a lot of nerves um I get more nervous sometimes like hanging out with other women like who I want to be my friend yeah. than I do on like first dates yeah and you guys you've already dated the same guy right. so like if you've gotten past <laughs> that I think you can probably be friends forever right but I think it's a great right. common I think it's a very easy common ground to have being on the show mm-hmm. so now we just have that way of connecting and then Going from there, now we have all, you know, so many other things in common that we share. Yeah, we've also seen so many, like, dimensions of each other through the show. You know, we've seen each other when we are sobbing or when we are really happy for a date or, and just being happy for each other as well. I think that was just really awesome having a group where when someone else went on a date, sure, we felt a little weird, but we were still excited for them and had that support. So coming out of the show, it was hard not to have that. What's happened with poor Crystal? Is she back in the mix or still uh, on the out? Friendly yeah, I'm, I'm friendly. I'm on yeah. good terms with her. I, I FaceTimed her shortly after the show because we were like pretty. Cl- we had some close moments on the show that weren't that you didn't see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I if I'm in San Diego, I'd hit her up and we'd go get lunch or something. Yeah, I don't think she's I mean, really close with anybody, though. Yeah. Well, it's hard because she does live in San Diego, but I mean, she reached out to me after the show and, you know, made it a point to apologize and to, you know, have a good connection. And I really appreciated that from her. I mean, I don't talk to her too often, but the talks we do have are, you know, really good. And I think, I think despite, like, yes, it was a crazy time, but, um, you know, it's hard not to feel like to go a little bit crazy in an environment that's so different and so unique. So it's a learning and growing experience for everyone. Definitely. Definitely. Isn't it just totally fab? It's so fab. So fab. It's yeah, that's so it, you, one would say fab and, and fit and fun. I, I would say definitely fun. <laughs> oh, and everybody God. there is pretty fit. So fab fit fun oh, yeah. is a seasonal box that we all love. It comes with full size beauty, fitness, fashion and lifestyle products. It retails for forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents, but it has a value of over 200 celebrity fans include chloe kardashian bethany frankel martina mcbride ashley tisdale ashley simpson nikki reed so many more the spring box is available now i know it's going to sell out any single day so you better get it today sign up before they sell out you do not want to miss this amazing box FabFitFun is like Christmas that comes to your door four times a year this one has a reverse this box particularly the spring box has a reversible clutch It has a leather eye mask, Murad skin perfecting lotion, an amazing Physique 57 massage roller. Go get it at fabfitfun.com. Use our code almostfamous today because it's not going to last. I know they told me. I know this specifically like from. That got really aggressive really fast. Like today, I'm just telling you (laughs) that I got an email saying that they expect it to sell out like within the next day or two. So if you want to save an extra $10 and make your box only $39.99, use our code, which is almost famous at fabfitfun.com. Hey, Ben, you want to jump into listener emails? Oh, I'd love to. Are we going to keep Kendall on the line? No, we can let Kendall go, but I wanted to let everyone know that Kendall is going to guest host tomorrow, Help I Suck at Dating, with Jared. How fun. That is going to be incredible. I cannot wait. I mean, honestly, that's going to be really, really good. I can't wait to hear Jared's perspective. Kendall, just guide that poor guy through this, please, because he really does suck at dating. I do what I can. (laughs) TFT. I can't say I'm any better. Hey, Kendall, thank you so much for coming on the Famous Podcast. Of course, guys. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we didn't talk to her about paradise, um, but I think it's just assumed. Kendall will be in paradise. Becca, you'll be in paradise. We're all going to paradise. You I'm not going. You I'm don't not going. Know us. Oh, I wish you were going. 
That'd be so funny. Wait. Wait, so who do we think, real quick, before moving to these emails, you would know this, the two of you would know this better than I would. Who is going to be in paradise? So, I mean, I can neither confirm nor deny. (laughs) Actually, nothing is confirmed. But if you were guessing, nothing is confirmed at this point. If you were guessing. Yeah. If you were guessing. (laughs) Okay, so... Yeah, me, I would say me and Kendall. Uh, Cien, she have a boyfriend? I think Cien might have something going on. I can't confirm or deny mm-hmm. that. I think that too. So. Not with me. There's still many months. <laughs> no, no, not with Ben. <laughs> what about Crystal? <laughs> Speaking of Crystal. Oh, I'm sure. I'm Definitely sure Crystal, Crystal will be invited. And I'm I'm sure she will accept as well. Tia. Um, Tia oh, yeah. Tia's probably going to have a Paradise engagement, I'm sure. Why in do future. you keep saying It's because it's funny. I mean, it's just like. <laughs> what uh, past guys? Um, well, oh, I, don't, past I don't know. Guys. No, it's not. From, I'm sure not someone's from Becca season. season. I just have no, a lot from Becca have... season. But like, who are we missing? I know okay, that um, we were talking. It'd be funny if Peter came because you yeah, guys are all into Peter, right? I think it'd be funny if that would definitely stir up some drama because I think our whole cast of women were women who were expecting Peter, so that yeah. might be some drama. Yeah. Although I bet there's going to be some great new hunks on Becca season, so oh, he I might know. be old news by the time the end of her season airs. I mean, all um, I can say, guys, and I can't give names, but I have done a date, a one-on-one date for Becca for Cosmo and then I did Access Hollywood and I interviewed five guys I I covered a one-on-one date and so I've seen six guys and they're good okay you know what I'm calling it right now because when there was the live after the final rose thing she had some of the guys come on yeah I swear and you might actually maybe he was on the one-on-one date Mm. but I swear that guy Blake with the horse Mm -hmm. I'm calling it right now I think he's the one I don't mm, top three I'm saying top three okay fantasy suites Mm mm-hmm (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, which one do you want to start with, Ben? Let's go for uh, an amazing question. I'd love to. Hey, as we're looking here, I want to know, is CN dating anybody from the Bachelor world? Uh, I don't think so. No. No, oh, okay. I no, thought that could be a juicy topic I'm, for next week. I'm sure. To call in on. I bet Caroline will be there in Paradise, too. Oh, the, yeah. Basically, everyone who's like in the little like girl squad or whatever yeah. that came up on the stage, I'm sure most of those women will yeah. be there. Um... Who else from our season? Crystal. Hopefully some of the women that didn't get as much screen time would be kind of fun. That There's always one or two. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, uh, let's start out with this one. Becca, you can answer it. Sure. Is Ari a jerk face is the title. <laughs> Hold your comment, Becca. Hold your comment until the, the email is read. <laughs> it says, Shop that bit. From, from Gabriel. Hey, guys, do you mind addressing Britt Robertson's comment on Ari? About Ari on your podcast. Link below to the comment. She said, okay, here's what she said. Who is that? Britt Robertson is... is, um, A cute little actor. No, no, no. Oh, I thought it was... um, No, she's an actress. She was on um, a CW show, and now she's on that We the People, that new show on ABC. Mm. Ah, Thank you for the clarification. Oh, she is cute. Yeah, she's very very cute. cute. And she's a good little, good actress. I shouldn't say good little actress. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, she's... Yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, she said, I met Ari before all of the stuff went down. I was very excited to meet him and was hoping he'd tell me who he chooses, but he was just kind of a jerk face. I'm not going to lie. Ooh. He acted like taking a picture with me was the most painful thing he's ever done. And I was like, bro. Wait, what? what oh, my you- God. This is great. No way. Bro, this is what you signed up for. You're here for us to take photos <laughs> and make fun of you. <laughs> I love this girl. That's amazing. Uh, okay. Hey, Becca, what? what do you think? Is he a... B? Okay. Just not for... 
is this something that seems like art? Because from everything I Mm. hear, he's always been super kind to the media. Yeah, he seems actually, I I will say that I think he's a nice, I've said this before. I said, I think he's a nice guy. I don't think nice always is the equivalent of a good guy. However, that does seem a little out of character. I don't, I don't actually, I wouldn't imagine he, he would be a jerk to people who are like fans of him or whatever, or want to meet him. I'm actually kind of surprised by that. Maybe he was having an off day or something. I wouldn't say he's a, I think, uh, I don't, I don't think he's a jerk. Because that's just somebody who's like impolite and just kind of like a general asshole. I wouldn't actually say that about him, honestly. I I mean, I would just think, too, you signed up to be The Bachelor. Or you signed up to be The Bachelor. By the way, I did hear from an inside source that Becca, as The Bachelorette, has been incredible to the media. Oh, that she, I'm sure. Mm, uh, we wait, you know. Yeah. She mm-hmm. is. I mean, the she's schedule just a- is. You wake up, you know, sometimes you have a date till 4 a.m. in the yeah. morning. This is common. And then you have to wake up before anybody else does to do press at like 7, 7.30. Oh this is a God. common day for the life of the bachelor and bachelor. I mean, it happens, and it's terrible. I'm not going to tell you it's not. It is. Until you've done it, nobody understands how brutal it is. But I hear, and this doesn't always happen, uh, that she has been absolutely incredible and has realized that it's not ideal for anybody and that there's people that, you know, are working their jobs to make sure this happens. So she is, she's doing a great job with that. My point is, when you agree to be the bachelor or bachelor, mm-hmm. bachelor, you are agreeing to a tough schedule with a ton of media and a ton of people always around you. So, I mean, I hope this, I hope that she's maybe just kind of saying this, you know, tongue in cheek without necessarily meaning it. But that's what Britt Robertson said. We'll have to see. When do you think we're going to stop talking about Ari, by the way? Is that soon? Hopefully when Becca's season starts airing, Definitely it'll be over. Although I wonder, I mean, I honestly wonder if her season's going to be peppered with various, like, Ari references, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so. I think everybody's done. Oh, really? um, oh. okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> hey, totally Ashley. Yes. <laughs> um, I, have a, I have an email uh, for you. Okay, what's up? I'm excited for it. It's called, it's entitled, What Bugs Ben? It's from Elizabeth. I love Ben, I really do. However, he is just always so politically correct and wants to please everyone. He never says anything negative. I understand that he has a public platform and it makes sense that he would never want to hurt anyone's feelings that might listen to the podcast. And that is what makes him such a sweet person. It's a great quality to have. But as weird as it sounds, I just want to hear him complain about something. (laughs) I feel like it would be refreshing to know what really grinds Ben's gears and what really pisses him off. I want him to rant about something, complain about a bad day or traffic or loud chewing or people who cut in line at the grocery store or something. I want to hear Ben bitch. This is obviously (laughs) written in a lighthearted way. Love you guys. XO. I've been Elizabeth. <laughs> I love that. That's Easton. a great email. Easton, let's put two minutes on the clock okay. and let Ben <sighs> rant. just rant. Wait, okay. But let me let me enter into this. Oh, of course. <laughs> Here comes the politician. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I do get, I, okay, my reaction to things are awful. Always. They always have been. I react terribly. But what I've learned over time is most of the time when my react, like when I react to something, I get frustrated or annoyed or whatever, I re- I quickly realized that I was in the wrong and that it's not the right thing to do. And so when there's a little grace given to me from my friends or family or from Ashley or whatever, then if they're just like, okay, this has just been being a terrible person that his reactions are awful, <laughs> then then it usually plays out. So I don't get that upset because I realize I'm most of the time in the wrong. So, so be- that I being do- said, two minutes on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Ready, set, go. I am sick and tired of people promoting themselves. <laughs> I think it is absolutely ridiculous. I, I think confidence is important. I think confidence is needed. But I am tired of other people talking about themselves in the way that's self-promoting. Okay, so for example, you do something wrong in life, right? You make a mistake. You've, you've hurt a friendship. You've said an inappropriate thing in an inappropriate time. Why then do we feel the need to retweet, to overcompensate for our mistake by sharing everybody else's, you know, praise of us? Okay, so if I'm, I'm putting this up, this, this is, just gets on my nerves every time, okay? So, for example, in today's world, there's a lot of controversies and, and things happening that really are affecting people deeply, okay? If you've made a mistake, if you've done something stupid, own it, learn from it, okay? Let it sit in. Understand that we, we're all human. We all can make mistakes. But I'm sick and tired of people making these mistakes and then just retweeting all these really nice things that other people say about them. Like, oh, I still support you. I still got your back. Oh, look at you. You're so pretty and you're so nice. It drives me crazy because what it does is it. it, it, it what about it, when we when we promote the podcast? Is that bad? Should I stop promoting the podcast? No, <laughs> no, because we didn't make a mistake by doing it. Not at all. You can promote the things you're doing. I think you should. I promote generous coffee. I promote the podcast. I promote the blog. I'm saying when you've made a mistake, when you really should be owning up to the fact that you've messed up, wow. you've hurt somebody. This is good. Like own it. Mm. Take it in. Because in this generation that we're in, it's so easy to just move forward. Everybody forgets so quickly. Mm. We can find a thousand people that are going to support us and compliment us and lift us up. And that's absolutely ridiculous because for once in our lives, as a generation, as people, we need to take responsibility for something. Wow. Okay? If it is us standing up at the march for our lives, that's amazing. Stand up for something like that. Stand up for something, but stop sitting down for every mistake you've made. Oof. Wow. Bravo. Retweet. Yes. Okay. Well, I've just come up with a new wow. segment. It's called Ben Bitches. Wow. And we do two minutes a week. That was inspiring. It was. I can do that. I can, I can bitch for two seconds easily. Yeah. Um, but no, you know, I, I, I have realized this, and this is something, this is actually something I learned in my relationship with Lauren. That is, is probably the one, one of the biggest takeaways for me um, is I, my reaction to things are terrible. I am in, in relationships or in friendships or in my working environment. I get so reactionary in, in a negative way because I get frustrated when things aren't going my right. I am a terrible follower. I always have been. I, I, I know that about myself. I don't like it about myself, but I am a terrible follower. And, and it's, I'm not okay with it. I, I need to figure it out. Um, and when you say follower, you mean like if you're not in the leader position? Well, if things aren't but either not necessarily in the leader position, but if things aren't going how I think they should be going, mm, right. mostly I well, can take a relatable. back seat, yeah, to a leader that is let, allowing things to progress in the way that I believe they should progress. I can take <laughs> a back seat to that. I can't take a back seat to somebody that isn't like, even though they could be in the right. So I'm learning. I'm learning personally that my one of my biggest mistakes is my reaction to mm. things. But Ben, um, you own hey, your mistakes. So everything that yeah. you just complained about, you don't do. So that's pretty good. Yeah. But, uh, I'm sure there's more things. I mean, oh, I'll send you a nice little list. I can send you a list. <laughs> Whoa, that's Amy. Now we're self I think I think that's such a good. I think that was such a good point, though, is like allowing yourself to be held accountable by your peers and by other people, and accepting that you might not be right all the time. Yeah.
which um, is difficult for me to do as well. What are we scared of? You know, I mean, if we're all really good friends here and we all really care about each other, we're going to allow each other some grace. Uh, We're going to allow each other some forgiveness. Uh, We're not perfect, and that's okay. And and I really, I'm excited about this email. I need to move on here because Becca and Ashley and Amy, I think you can all answer this. Um, and then we'll, we'll close out of this, this beautiful podcast that we've done today. It says, he has more feelings than I do. Oh, so I made out with one of my friends at a bar oh, a little over no. six weeks ago. We're both seniors in college and have been friends since sophomore year. So I simply chalked it up to a fun, random night on the town. However, almost seven weeks later, we're still hooking up. We spend most of our free time together and have gone on a handful of dates. So I really feel that spark, that spark with him when I'm with him. Oh. But I really don't feel that spark with him when I'm with him. I enjoy our time together. But for me, it's more about companionship and having fun with a person I care a lot about. Mm. Um, He has apparently developed deeper romantic feelings for me. Last week was spring break and I kissed someone one night and thought nothing of it. Since exclusivity was never something we discussed. My question thus is rather simple. This is such a good question. I, I, I think mm. it's important. So let's set up the context here. They've been making out. They've been hooking up. There's been no mm. DTRing, which for all of you out there, that's defined the relationship. There's no, be, there's mm. no, no relationship good. defined here. <laughs> is it wrong to continue a relationship with someone who may have stronger feelings than you do? Even if you have made your own position abundantly clear, most mm. importantly, mm. what in the world should I do? Thanks for your help. I I have a lot of opinions on this. Me too. I, I, I would love to hear him, Becca. And I, I personally, I am at a loss here. I have zero advice because I find myself in this situation in my life. Mm. I found myself in this position multiple times and I don't know what to do. So Becca, please. Lay it out there for us. Well, I think it's just uh, the bottom line is it's all about communication. So you really need to you can't beat around the bush with this kind of thing. If you're hooking up with somebody and you enjoy being around them, and you want to keep spending time with them, but you know they have deeper feelings. You need to make it abundantly clear, even if it sounds brutal. You need to say, like, if it's true, I am not interested in you romantically. I do not see us progressing into a relationship in the future. And that is not something that's going to change. If that's too difficult for you to accept, then please let me know. And we can, you know, backpedal and stop hooking up whatever needs to happen for you. But I think and at that point, it's that other person's responsibility for them to either. I mean, if they want to keep like wrecking their heart and keep doing it, that's kind of on them because you've been like, you know, I enjoy being around you. I want to keep hooking up with you. But if this is too hard for you, please let me know. It's not going to happen between us. The odds are the person is probably going to say, it's okay. Let's just continue doing this. And then it's just going to be, it is on them. It is. Ben? I I don't, I I don't know. I mean, no, I I mean, I completely get what you're saying, Becca, but I think that's just uh, setting it up for a harder breakup Mm -hmm. at some point. Like if you don't know at what point, okay, so this is where I'm at right now. At what point in life in dating, because I'm, I'm trying to enter back into the dating pool, I've, I've dated, I've gone on dates, at what point do you just, like, stop dating and you start asking yourself, like, the standard is, is this my wife or is this my mm, husband or totally. not? Like, at what point does that question have to enter into your thoughts? Well, you know that's that true. that's what I went through. Yeah. I think that... Think that at the two month point, I start thinking about it pretty early on. To be honest, yeah. like I, I, I think about it like first or second date. I start considering it because, like, I don't want to waste my time. That is literally the worst part of your age ever, ever. Oh it's yeah, so hard because I'm so much older and I don't ever have to think about that. Mm. You mean you that can just have fun for a while and you uh, don't care, uh, or or for thirty years, yeah. or for fifty years. It doesn't matter 
because I'm past the like kid point yeah. mm. and the, it doesn't have to be marriage. Oh, there's I no find pressure. the biggest yeah. challenge for you guys in your 20s, early 30s is this. I've got to figure it out. Got to figure mm. it out. Got to figure it out. And that is so detrimental in relationships. I'm like in a hurry for nothing. Do you guys mm. think that you can be with somebody for, do you think that, when do you know? When do you know if that person's your long term or not? I think by Ben and my ages, I think you can determine it pretty early on. I'm really instinctual. So for me, it's like, I know. And and I know right away. And I know if I'm being honest with myself or not, like, if I should if be with that person. What if you're dating somebody that you like for a while? Are you still thinking at your age? You're, you're thinking, is this going to be my husband or not? Yes, you do. You do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think about it a lot. Yeah. And, and I know in my heart. And sometimes I don't listen to my heart. I know in my heart if it's something that could be serious with someone and could actually work out or not. But sometimes I go against it because I'm like, well, whatever. I, this person's fun. Yeah. Which isn't really, isn't fair. That isn't fair. So, I mean, my point of view, I think, is just if they're not your person forever, you got to let them go. Sure. I don't think you That's should so be hooking tough. up for them for fun. But, but also like, you know, uh, there's something to be said too about just like dating to date. I mean, I, know. I mean, have fun. Yeah, I don't Life know. is short. I, I think this is how we sum up all of this. And then I think Becca said it best. What a crazy podcast. This is what we get for having the off season is bounce all around. Um, but it, when it comes to this, and, and this is how we like to sum up these podcasts, because there is some real advice here that everybody's given. Communication is key. Start talking this through. If you're struggling in relationships or you're struggling with uh, a breakup, or if you're struggling in life in general, talk to somebody, yeah. communicate with somebody, find a trusted friend. Find a confidant at some level. Go to counseling. I've been to counseling. Yeah. We mm-hmm. need counseling. More counselors, the better. Um, but talk to somebody. Like this, It's totally okay, I feel like, to go up to your partner and say, I am struggling with this. Yeah. I am frustrated with this. Yeah. Either, and if they're not willing to look at you and say, hey, I either want to live with you through this, mm. walk with you through this, love you through this, whatever. If they're willing to say, nah, sorry, like I, you can't be struggling with anything, like that's not a part you need partner any of us need anyway so just talk it through with your partners communicate it's important just like we communicated today we talked about a lot of things it was very good (laughs) thank you guys for for coming into this podcast Uh, you're you're hilarious as always i i want to see you i think you're just going to explode in this life uh post post bachelor thanks and before we go before we go if you're listening to this and getting into your sleep number bed I mean, if you have a great partner and you want to sleep with them in your sleep number bed, what's awesome about sleep number is that you can actually set each side of the bed to a different level of comfiness. You know, like if one likes it hard, that's what she, that's what she said. And the other one likes it soft. She didn't say that. <laughs> then you can set your bed to those types. Ben, you should probably take over. Wait, ben, for me. what is your sleep number? I always forget. Yeah. My, oh, Ashley, I, my sleep number is 81. 81. I just right. I I like it pretty hard. Um, <laughs> did you know decluttering your bedroom can also help you feel more relaxed, so you sleep more restfully? Perhaps it's also time to consider a fresh new mattress. I'm telling you, it is unbelievable the people that I know that sleep on these old, worn out mattresses. Their backs hurt. It's yellow from oil stains. Ew. It's disgusting. <laughs> and there is the perfect <laughs> oil stains? Yeah, that's the like thing. Like car oil. That's, that's, yeah, that's the thing. Body yeah. oil. They keep it, their mattresses too long. Yeah. Keep their mattresses yeah, too long. Oh, that's true. Too, yeah, that's true. Way too long. And there's amazing mattresses out there. I'm not kidding. The best things to sleep on ever have been created, and it's called Sleep Number. 
I love my sleep number bed. My sleep number is 81, as I mentioned. And Ashley, I'd say yours would probably be like a 56. You seem like more of, you, you like it more soft. I like it. Nine out of 10 couples prefer a different mattress firmness. With a sleep number of bed, you can choose your ideal firmness on each side of the bed. So it's just right for both of you. Becca, do you like it hard or soft? I like it hard. It's so comfortable, you can actually feel how it contours to your neck, shoulders, back, and hips, and for more proper spinal alignment. And the new sleep number beds are smart. I mean, they are smart. They sense your every move and automatically adjust to keep you sleeping comfortably. That's even an adjustment for snoring. Does your bed do that? I don't think so. You need a new bed. Sleep number queen matches start at only $899.99. Right now, during the spring clearance event, save up to $600 on the most popular beds of all time. There are more than 550 sleep number stores. Visit sleepnumber.com to find the store near you today. I'm about tell to. Them that Ashley and Ben sent you. Yeah, what do we tell them? Because I'm about to go buy my second sleep number bed. I like, have one and now I need do? one. I need you're one for a guest room. A, yep. What, Ooh. Amy? You're going to you're going to pamper your guests. Well, and I found out they make them in full size. Oh, so if nice. you don't have if your room isn't big enough for a queen, you can fit the full size. So what do I do when I go to the store? What do I tell them? That Ben and Ashley sent you your pals over at iHeart. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey, I guess on this one Becca sent you also, right? I mean, we love Becca. Sure, yeah. Oh yeah, say Becca yeah. sent you. When do I get my sleep number bed? What the heck? <laughs> Well, Are you sleeping on an oily mattress right now? <laughs> no, I got my mattress off Amazon. It was cheap. It was oh. before I got almost famous. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I have been Ashley. Becca. You've been Becca. What? I've been Becca? Yes. Oh, I don't know how this goes. <laughs> hey, and I've been Ben. Thank you so much for joining all of us, Becca, Ashley, and myself on the Almost Famous Podcast. Woo! Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.